Detroit City Council was subject to a workplace discrimination investigation in 2019, according to a document obtained by WDET News. The internal review centered around the public body's only Latina representative, who alleged she was being discriminated against by her colleagues. The investigation has not been publicly disclosed until now. WDET's Eli Newman uncovered the document in his This Report. A summary of the investigation obtained by WDET under the Freedom of Information Act shows the Civil Rights Review took place in the spring of 2019, when Detroit City Council was discussing the city budget. According to the report, investigators explored whether City Council could be considered a hostile work environment, and if its elected members engaged in intimidation. The report specifically centers around City Council member Raquel Castaneda-Lopez and whether she was subject to discrimination based on her national origin. She told investigators and WDET that she has been. I don't think there's a council member that's intentionally trying to be discriminatory. I do believe strongly that there's a lack of awareness around what implicit bias is and what it looks like. While City Council is majority black like the rest of Detroit, Castaneda-Lopez stands apart as the first and only Latina elected to the office. She represents much of southwest Detroit, where many of the city's estimated 50,000 Latino residents live. Still, she says she regularly experiences discrimination within her community. Whether I'm out going door to door and people, you know, residents tell me, go back to Mexico or, you know, I'm not black, so I'm not really from the city and I should leave. But she says it's not just her constituents who make those comments. It happens at City Hall, too. Like referring to me as a spicy Latina or saying, you know, you and your people uh, always do A, B, C, D, E, or, you know, referring to me as Southwest Detroit. I mean, the list goes on and on. Castaneda Lopez says she's been subject to culturally insensitive remarks from her fellow council members, their staff, and other city employees. But in the report, investigators did not substantiate any of those claims. Detroit Civil Rights Inclusion and Opportunity Department, or CREO, led the probe, and its director, Charity Dean, did the questioning herself. She's not the youngest person on the council. She's not the only woman on the council. Um, She is the only Latina, but we also did not find any discrimination. Dean interviewed the nine elected council members and three staffers and did not find evidence of unequal treatment. While Castaneda Lopez believes the review should have included more city employees, Dean says her investigation was limited by what was asked of her office. You got to draw the line somewhere, right? And, and really what specifically the council president asked us to look into, which was the allegations of discrimination by the council for Lopez. Creo's review was prompted by city council president Brenda Jones. According to Dean, it was Jones who decided what investigators looked into. As the one who started the inquiry, and as the head of the council, Jones was the only member to receive the Civil Rights Department's written report. The council president did not return WDET's request for an interview. In any case, Dean says her office can only offer recommendations to address conflict within Detroit City Council, because it's a group of elected officials. Otherwise, she says the city can just fire employees who engage in misconduct. If I'm being really, really honest about what I observed during that time, I think that a lot of strong words are used between peers and colleagues that could be mitigated by just building better professional relationships. At the end of its report, CREO advised that city council should undergo implicit bias and discrimination training, and that it should seek a third-party mediator to address specific conflicts among its members. 
While these conclusions were given to President Jones, Dean and Castaneda Lopez say they are not aware that any of the suggestions were carried out. If you don't go forward with the implementation of any of those recommendations, you will continue to perpetuate the same behavior over and over. That's Dr. James Wright II. He's a critical race scholar at the Askew School of Public Administration and Policy at Florida State University. He says investigations like this are limited by time, memory, and our personal understanding of what problematic conduct is. As a result, discriminatory behavior can escalate when it goes unchecked. Wright says official reports sometimes fail to capture the full scope of conflict within a workplace. It might potentially be happening to other council members as well, or it might be happening to other members that work for the city as well in city agencies. We don't understand probably the magnitude and the scope of this problem, right? This is potentially probably just the tip of the iceberg. Other legal experts agree that the CREO recommendations should be followed. Gary Benjamin is a civil rights attorney who teaches at Wayne State University. He says while the city's report seems to be carried out within the letter of the law, it's still unusual. Because these legislative bodies are supposed to be open and there's waivers under the First Amendment for actually slandering people, it's pretty rare to see any kind of charge between sitting legislators. And the allegations in the report go both ways. Council member Raquel Castaneda Lopez herself is accused of being discriminatory, specifically by some of the African-American men who sit alongside her on the public body. Detroit City Council members other than Castaneda Lopez did not return WDET's request for interview. Ultimately, she says she feels like the investigation disregarded her identity as a woman of color and misrepresented its findings when completed. She says elected office holders need to be proactive and work together towards racial justice. All of us, including myself, can grow and increase our awareness and cultural sensitivity and become more aware of our own biases and how we, you know, may perpetuate different things simply due to our lack of awareness. Detroit City Council's professional relationships will be put to the test this year as the city manages the coronavirus pandemic and related state-ordered shutdowns. Detroit is expected to lose hundreds of millions of dollars in revenue as a result. But even if the legislative body fails to resolve its conflicts, its members may not have to wait too long for change. City Council primaries take place in August, and the general election is in November. I'm Eli Newman, WDET News. For more on Detroit City Council's discrimination investigation, head to WDET.org, where you can read more of Eli Newman's reporting.